take just a few minutes to look at yourself in the mirror before you go out or before you show up to your Zoom call and really think, what am I saying through my outfit today? What's my own first impression of myself? How do I think I'm showing up? How do I look and feel? And that's a good first indicator of how other people might perceive you. friend, welcome back. If you are new here, I'm Joanne Chan, your host of the podcast, Find Joy with Joanne. Thank you for joining us every week for the most authentic, courageous, and powerful connections with a lot of fun. Thank you for showing up for yourself today to continue to learn and grow, to live a life with joy, passion, purpose, and success in your own style on your own terms. And talking about your own style, today's guest you ladies, you are going to love it because our guest today, she's a certified image consultant, color specialist and personal branding expert for over a decade. She spent time perfecting the art of how to build a truly one-of-a-kind capsule closet while uncovering and learning to love who you are from the inside out. Today, she helps ambitious women all over the world to show up and sell confidently on camera using color psychology and aligned personal style. It's not about pushing her own taste and preferences. It's also not about copying that picture-perfect style blogger that you have been following. And it's definitely not about living up to impossibly unrealistic social media standards. So she's here today to empower you to feel confident in your own style and skin. So guys and girls, help me welcome the founder of Her Style, the confident and fashionable Heather Riggs. Heather, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. It's truly an honor to be with you. You're such a delight. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, um, so... The first place that I want to start with you is about, is talking, you know, about uh, how to make a first impression because you said you only have seven seconds to make a first impression and that is all it takes for someone to determine whether, you know, if they find you attractive or trustworthy and if they want to do business with you, right? And we all know we can never have a second chance to make a first impression. So can you first share with me and my listeners, how do we create a remarkable and memorable first impression. Absolutely. And, you know, you mentioned this statistic that I think a lot of people are familiar with, that it takes about seven seconds to make a first impression. But actually, some research is showing that it takes only one-tenth of a second for someone to determine whether they find you attractive and trustworthy. And I've been married for almost 14 years, so I can't speak to this personally. But I know in today's dating world with swipe left and swipe right, it really is that fast that people are making a snap judgment about you based on how you look and how you're showing up. So as nice as it would be to say, don't judge a book by its cover, um, that's not always realistic. So it is important to really think about your personal style and the way that you're putting yourself together and what story you're telling people through your personal style. So I think that 
one of the keys to creating a remarkable first impression is creating an accurate first impression. So you want to give people a true representation of who you are. So I think it's important to consider whether your style aligns with your values and what you're interested in and who you are on the inside and try to do your best to show that on the outside and how you're putting yourself together. So, um, you know, take some time to think about what you want people to say about you after that first meeting. How would you want to be described? Do you want to come across as really approachable and friendly? In that case, you might want more of a laid back kind of style versus someone who wants to show up really sophisticated and powerful, and you might need something more polished and professional in that case. Um, or if you're, you know, going on a, a first date and you want to look really soft and feminine, um, you would want to wear something different. So take just a few minutes to look at yourself in the mirror before you go out or before you show up to your Zoom call and really think, what am I saying through my outfit today? What's my own first impression of myself? How do I think I'm showing up? How do I look and feel? And that's a good first indicator of how other people might perceive you. I also wanted to tell you and uh, your audience, I have a really great free quiz on my website, um, and that's so helpful to kind of figure out what your signature style is. So it walks you through some questions, and based on your pre uh, personality, your preferences, your lifestyle, and goals, you can really get clear on what are kind of your top styles to create a consistent look, because that's the other piece of your impression is you want to have consistency in how you're showing up. So you're not giving one person an impression and then maybe the next time you see them you look totally different and they're thrown off by that so having kind of a consistent core look is also a very important thing to to cultivate i love that because when you talk about consistency in terms of like what we wear or our style i thought i mean um i would love to i mean i'm kind of like um explorer you know I would like to explore something new I would just like to try on new things on myself in terms of like fashion and style so what would you say about that because would you encourage people to actually try something new once in a while actually stick to what they are comfortable with in terms of like you just said you know being consistent yeah, I love that you brought that up because I think fashion should be playful and fun and I think if you get um it's kind of a fine line, right? So you want to have a consistent look, but you don't want to get stuck in a rut either. So it is nice to branch out and try some new things. And again, I would just take a minute to think about how does this align with my goals and how I want to show up and what I'm communicating. And if it fits in with that, or if it plays outside the lines just a bit, then I say absolutely go for it. If it makes you feel really good and super confident, that's the thing. Um, I know for me, I used to have every hair color under the sun. Every time I would go to the salon, I would come out with a different hair color. And it was just confusing to people because I wouldn't get recognized or they, you know, it was, it's just a lot. So I think it's also kind of depends on your career goals and how you're trying to connect with people and also what your style is. So if you have more of a creative, expressive personal style, I think you can get away with that quite a bit more than someone who's maybe in more of a corporate environment that needs to show up in that more consistently, you know, polished way. Um, so again, it's, it's really personalized to you and what suits your lifestyle. Um, but definitely don't feel like you can't have fun with your fashion. Yeah, I love that. Thank you so much. 
Um, no, actually, because you just talk about like people being judgmental and it's about first impression. And I want to actually pull out a quote on your Instagram that you posted some time ago. This says, I love this, which is why I'm mentioning it. It says, your appearance mm-hmm. and the way that you present yourself to the world speaks volumes about who you are. Long enough, you open your mouth. And I like that mm-hmm. because just now, you also earlier you mentioned, people don't actually take a look in the mirror. Uh of themselves before they actually actually leave the house, you know, we don't really do that or we don't really ask ourselves question, what impression am I making today? What is my intention today, right? A lot of people don't actually ask that. Um, so I love that because I'm sure a lot of people come to you and they tell you, Heather, I don't care. I don't really care about my image. I don't care about what I wear or fashion and style because it's just like superficial. I'm sure you hear it a lot. But unfortunately, like you said, right, people today can be really judgmental, right? We judge people so quickly and easily just by what they wear or how they how they look, right? Especially on social media nowadays. So what what do you say to people when they tell you I don't care or I'm not superficial? Yeah, well, I'm really fortunate that my clients usually come to me because they know that this matters and they understand that and they want the support with um, you know really curating their style to reflect who they are. So if if you're someone who feels like, you know, style is superficial and it's really not something that you need to worry about, I would just remind you again about how you show up and making that first impression. Um, and also, you know, whether you're consciously cultivating your style or not, what you wear and how you show up does tell people in just the blink of an eye who a lot about who you are. So it, it does play out in all areas of your life from going on a job interview or making sales calls or even just making new friends as an adult if you're in social situations and wanting to look approachable or a certain way with even just your loved ones and how you're presenting yourself in your home. So it does matter how you show up. And, you know, unfortunately, because people often only have a few seconds to connect with you, um, it does matter what you look like on the outside, but even as they get to know you on the inside, you want to make sure that that's in alignment and that it's reflecting that. So style is just a way to help bring your story to the forefront and narrate that in a way that is accurate. Yeah, I love that. Thank you so much. And a big part of your work is actually color psychology and you are the expert. And I find it extremely interesting because sometimes, you know, we, we use color just simply based on our own liking, right? I love, let's say I love yellow color. So and when it comes to um, thinking of designing our own logo, for example, we want to use our favorite mm-hmm. color. And I'm guilty by saying that because I'm one of them, right? And <laughs> especially when we are interacting with people so much on social media nowadays, especially if we are run, running an online business or we are doing, uh, you know, um, using social media to market our business, you know, doing online marketing, color is, is a, a big part of that equation. So how do we use, how do we go about selecting colors? You know, what are some of the questions mm-hmm. that we need to ask ourselves or like tips and tricks that you can share? How do we use color yeah. effectively and purposefully? Sure. Well, I love that you brought up yellow because that's my favorite color too. Um, It's not one that I can wear easily. So it's all about finding the right colors for you. Um, The way I typically work with my clients um, on finding their best colors to wear, and that's where I really like to start, um, especially if you're the face of your brand. 
what better way to look your best than to wear your best colors and then infuse that into your marketing and your Instagram feed and all of that so that your business is highlighting your best features and vice versa, right? So it's considering what looks best on you personally. And for that, I really encourage you to consider your personal coloring. So what is your skin tone type? Is it warm, neutral, or cool? What colors look best with your skin tone? That's the most important thing. And then also considering your hair color and your eye color. And then like we said before, we want to make sure that the colors that you wear are also reflective of your personality. So if you're someone that is really vibrant and outgoing, you're not going to probably want to wear really soft or dark muted colors. You'll want to wear something that matches that vibrancy in your wardrobe. And then of course, in your branding as well. So Joy, and I know your branding is perfect for you because you are so empowering and um, cheerful. And it really is reflective of that in, you know, your company image as well. Um, And then of course, you also want to think about your color preferences. So if you are someone who loves the color yellow, there's so many different types of that color. So maybe you look better in a soft, um, you know, champagne yellow, or maybe you look really great in a bold, warm, sunny yellow. So there's lots of room for play with that and figuring out which hues within a specific color are going to be the best for you. Then of course, when you're talking about personal branding, you also want to think about your company's values and your goals and what's in alignment with that. So speaking from color psychology, um, you know, there's general tips and tricks and you can even Google a lot of these. For example, blue often represents trust and reliability and calmness. Um, Purple is a color that's usually really regal and sophisticated, of course, depending on which shade you use, right? Um, Yellow is a happy color and it portrays joy and lightness. So you can um, use that to also mirror the personality of your business and what your message is about. And then you want to consider what kind of clients you want to attract as well. So you can gear those colors towards what your clients might prefer also. So there's a lot of different pieces to kind of pull it all together. Yeah, that's so, wow. I mean, so is there any colors that we need to avoid or what kind of, you know, what what should we avoid when it comes to selecting colors? Um, I mean, I would just say anything that doesn't resonate with you, of course, because you want to love your branding and you also want to show up as your most confident self. So um, if you don't like a particular color, I would say avoid that. As far as personal branding goes, you might want to avoid any colors that are really overused in your industry. If you're seeing everybody using the same look and feel, I really encourage you to stand out and do something that's different and also true to you. Um, So finding something that feels really original and creative for your industry, but that's still in alignment with, you know, what flatters you personally and what's going to be appealing to the clientele that you want to attract. Um, On the flip side, I will say just kind of a general tip across the board. One of the colors that I always recommend for my clients to wear, not necessarily in your personal branding, but just to wear in your clothing and when you're showing up is your eye color. Um, Because when you wear your eye color, it actually gives you a look of credibility and trust. So it also helps 
create effective communication because when you're wearing your eye color, particularly close to your face, it's almost impossible for people to not be drawn back to your eyes. So I always recommend that you wear your eye color in tops or a scarf or jewelry colors uh, just to really, again, bring people back to your eyes to create that look of credibility. It's great for a job interview, first date, um, or anytime that you're showing up on social media wanting to, you know, create more of that credibility with your audience. That is amazing because I actually read that on your post, uh, your blog post. Oh. Right? <laughs> uh, you're like, it was um, five ways to build trust, something like that, or tr- mm-hmm. it was something like that. And I, I read that and I was like, oh, this is actually something that I'm not actually, I'm not aware of, you know, wear your eye color. I'm sure a lot of people are not aware of that as well. So let's say, you know, uh, I, my, my eye color is black, you know, obviously. Um, do I wear, so let's say I need to wear, I need to, you know, wear my eye color. So it means I have to wear black top or like put on like, you know, uh, accessories. But if I don't like black or if black is not my color or it doesn't suit my, you know, skin tone, how do I go about that? Well, first I'll assure you that your eye color, your not, inherent eye color will always compliment you um, because it's the way you are naturally designed. So you never have to worry about that. Your eye color is always a safe bet to wear. It will always look amazing on you. I just recommend that you don't wear anything more vibrant than your eye color or it can make them look dull in comparison. Um, But if black, for example, is not your favorite color or you don't like to wear black, absolutely don't feel like that's a hard and fast rule. If it doesn't suit your personality, there's other colors that you can wear to show up looking really powerful and credible as well. So I usually recommend uh, darker neutrals for my clients. So think of jewel tones like a deep eggplant or a dark forest green or navy. Um, There's other colors that are darker and that also will help you look powerful and authoritative when you're showing up for, you know, your audience or an interview, for example. So, so how about our, you know, that is really, thank you so much because that is really a uh, very practical advice because especially now we are like interacting so much on Zoom, right? And we are only showing uh, the upper part of our body. And so wearing our eye color is really something that I would love to try out um, for the next couple of days and to see whether that makes any difference or people, you know, yeah, uh, when I'm doing the recording with my guests, I would love to find out and I will let you know. So how about how our hair color? How do we match that? Yeah, hair color can be tricky because that's where a lot of times, especially with women, we get into hair dye and trying different colors. So that's where I would say it may not be as flattering to you as your eye color obviously is. Um, but again, if if you like the way that your hair color looks, that's usually a great casual neutral color. Um, so that's something I really love my clients to wear for pants, skirts, shoes, because it gives you a really grounded look. Again, that's not going to work as well for a Zoom call, but when you're just out and about with your outfits, it's a really great color just to balance out your look and play with proportions a little bit in your style. Um, so usually your, your hair color, like I said, it gives off a more casual vibe, um, but it can also be really chic depending on what materials you are wearing. So if you did like a silk or something like that, it would be a little bit more uh, formal than like a cotton pant or something like that or a t-shirt. All right. So I have another question. Um, so, you know, 
uh, why do you think? And this is, I think, this is the uh, one of the biggest problem that I believe all of us, you know, as women, that we face almost on a daily basis or very frequently. And guys, they just don't understand. You know, we have one of those days where we look at our closet full of clothes and we just feel like there is nothing to wear. Right, I'm sure you can relate. A lot of our clients, I'm sure they go to you with this problem. So why why do you think most women we struggle with this problem, and how do we overcome that? Oh yes, I think we've all felt this way at one time or another. I know I'm guilty of this. There was one time that I counted, I think thirty some cocktail dresses in my closet, and at the same time, I didn't have a properly fitting bra. So that just goes to show. I think. You know, a lot of times you might feel like either, you know, you don't have anything to wear because your clothes aren't fitting properly or because you think you need a bigger budget to be able to buy nicer clothes or um, you feel like your wardrobe is getting outdated. But really, I think the core root of the problem is that we often shop on impulse rather than with intention. And I'm the perfect example of that with the cocktail dresses. I love to dress up. I love to look really feminine and um, I love to buy pretty dresses. But in my day-to-day life, I don't have a lot of occasions to wear them. So then during that period, I was having a hard time finding something to wear because I wasn't buying things that I actually needed. I was picking up things that I really wanted. So again, shopping on impulse and buying what I thought I wanted versus what I actually needed to really curate a wardrobe that was going to work for my day-to-day life. So I think, you know, what you need to fill in those gaps is not going out on a big shopping spree. A lot of times we think going out and just buying more is going to solve that problem, but really what you need is a strategy. So think of it like when you go grocery shopping, for example, if you go to the grocery store without a list and when you're hungry, you're going to come home with a whole bunch of things that you don't really need (laughs) and you're probably going to spend a lot more money than you would if you made a plan and went to the grocery store with a list of items that you needed for your pantry. So it's the same way when you go shopping. So I recommend that you put yourself on a shopping freeze. I know this feels counterintuitive because when you feel like you have nothing to wear, you want to go buy more. But give yourself one or two weeks, and every time you get dressed, start a list and write down what you feel like you need in that moment. So if you're saying, I don't have any pants that go with this top, or I really wish I had this kind of shoe to wear with this outfit, start a list and write down those things just so you're getting that awareness of where you feel like those gaps are. And then you can take... um, a more discerning eye and look at that before you go out to shop and see, are these things that I really need? What other pieces can I wear them with? And and really figure out how it's going to round out your wardrobe before you just go impulsively buy more things that are going to end up with the price tag still on or in the back of the closet that you forget about. <laughs> um, and then a couple of other things to think about, of course, are making sure that the pieces that you add to your wardrobe align with your personal style that they're in colors that flatter you. So when you go to put them on, you feel really good in them. I know a lot of times, you know, women struggle with, they go to put something on and it just doesn't look good on them for whatever reason. Maybe they were trying to shop for trends versus what really is most flattering to them. And then of course, do some homework and figure out what looks best on your body type. So whether that's doing some Google searching or working with an image consultant like myself or even buying a book on personal style and just educating yourself a little bit about how to dress your body type 
it does help to take that extra step to really figure out what's going to work for you so that you can start building a closet that you actually love. I think the one of the problems that I face is that I get bored easily. It's like mm-hmm. once I wear a, a certain outfit, you know, for like a couple of times, and I just don't feel like wearing it anymore because I just get bored of it easily. You know, it's like, so how do I solve this problem? Yeah, if you're getting bored. So what I recommend is um, let your investment pieces be those classic items that you can just style in a lot of different ways. So um, if you're shopping for trends or things that you just want to have fun and play with, I would say spend less of your money on those items because you will get tired of them more quickly. So just use your shopping budget wisely in that way and invest in the pieces that you know are going to be durable for a longer period of time, both in quality and in style. So those things that, you know, will withstand the test of time, the classic cuts that, um, you know, will work with for you. Another great way to play with your style is with accessories. So maybe buying some really great costume jewelry just to create a different look with your outfit versus buying, you know, a lot of expensive pieces or things that are going to take up a lot of room in your closet. Um, so those are a couple of ways. And then also, I think a lot of times, I know for my clients, they kind of get stuck in a rut of wearing the same outfit the same way all the time. Um, So try breaking up your pieces. Wear a top with a different skirt that you've never put together before. And even just styling your own closet and shopping your own closet in a new way can breathe a whole new era of life into your clothing. So again, when we talked about being playful with your style, that's a really good way to do it. I think a lot of people don't do that is because they are too afraid to take uncomfortable risk or, you know, they are like stepping outside of their comfort zone because this is what they are comfortable with, right? They have been wearing the same type of outfits almost from Monday to Friday. So Monday I wear this, Tuesday I wear this, that's so boring. But, you know, um, for me, it's like I'm on the other side of the spectrum where I don't want to wear the same outfit every single day. I'm not going to wear Yeah, so it's very different. Um, And yeah, so... Talking about having some classic um, uh, garments or staples in our wardrobe, what are some of your must-have piece of classic or, or you know, garments that you would uh, recommend for our listeners to go and buy after they, you know, listen to this episode? Well, I'll be honest with you. I don't usually give blanket advice like that to anyone because as I said before, it really depends on your personal style. So you can find a lot of kind of generic uh, closet checklists out there of, you know, for example, every woman should own a little black dress and a classic white t-shirt and Uh, you know, a specific pair of denim and those things work. And if you have a really classic personal style, that might be great for you. But if you don't, I would say don't wear, buy those things because you're probably not going to be likely to wear them. So it really does depend on your personal taste and again, your lifestyle. So there's a lot of factors that go into knowing what those staple pieces are for you. Um, One of my favorite ways to do that with clients is I have them go into their closet and pull their top 10 favorite pieces. What are those items that you grow to all the time? Like what are the things that you never get sick of that you always hope are clean so that you have them available to wear or you'll run a load of laundry just to make sure you have it clean. So pull out those favorite pieces and then take a few minutes to just write out what are the qualities that you love about those pieces? Is it the way the fabric feels? Do you love those colors? Um, Is it something that you can dress up or down easily? And then establish what your style values are based on the pieces that you already have and love. And those are the things you're going to want to go out and buy more of. 
when you talk about style values, what do you actually mean by that? Because I'm sure a lot of people that don't, don't really yeah, know this term. And yeah, what does it mean? Yeah, thank you for asking. I'm happy to clarify that. So your style values, um, for you, it might be that you really value luxury, high quality items. So for you, maybe it's um, having like a fine quality silk or cotton fabric or natural fibers. Maybe um, your values are that you really care about how it feels on your skin. So you want items that are soft and breathable, or if you're running around a lot, you might want things that really have stretch and give or are more practical. Um, I know for a lot of moms, they like things that are comfortable, that wear well, and that they can move in to chase around their kids all day, um, or that wash easily. So just figuring out what's important for you in your in your clothing and what aspects of those pieces that are your favorite, like what makes that your favorite? Um, is it that you really like the color of that item? Is it that you like the way the fabric feels? Um, is it that you appreciate that it's a versatile piece that you can wear with a lot of other things in your closet? So once you kind of establish and figure out what things you value or like the most about your favorite pieces, then you can start looking for those qualities and other items that you're bringing in. Does that make sense? Totally. I love that. Yeah, it makes sense to me now. So um, my probably my last question, or, you know, we, we might have more, but let's see. So what is your advice yeah. for single women who are going on a first date? Because I asked this question, uh, it's because so often, you know, when we are about to go on a first date, you mentioned earlier with someone we just met on Tinder or, you know, we have been chatting for a while. We get all nervous and excited. And the first question that always comes to mind is, you know, what am I going to wear, right? Um, yeah. <laughs> should I wear dresses? Should I wear high heels? You know, or just, just so that I can look more beautiful or sexy. But I'm not, what if I'm not used to wearing heels? You know, what if I'm not used to wearing dresses? What if I trip and fall and then I embarrass myself? You know, what do right. I wear so that it's not revealing too much of my skin? And also, you know, not making me look desperate, but also not too boring. Like, you know, just me wearing my working work outfit, you know, for example, they will actually turn people off. So, you know, these are the questions that I'm sure um, are what going through our minds. And sometimes we call our best friend, we call our sister and ask them, what should I wear? You know, ask them for advice. Yeah. Like, you might not be the best person to ask and you are. So what would be... Oh. <laughs> What would be your best advice for ambitious single women since those are your target audience like in, their, in that particular scenario? Yeah, my best advice is really goes back to what you said. You need to feel confident first and foremost. So I would recommend don't force yourself into something because you think you need to impress someone or look a certain way. If you never wear heels, don't try putting stilettos on for your first date because your feet will be screaming at you. You'll be stumbling around and that's not a cute look for anyone. So you definitely want to feel comfortable and confident and not be worried about what you're wearing once you're on the date. So of course, it does take some thought before you go out. Um, but once you're dressed, you want to feel really good in your outfit. So make sure that it fits you well, that you can move and breathe. You're not going to be tugging on your clothing or distracted or self-conscious about it while you're on your date because you want to be really present with that other person and be able to be engaged in conversation with them and not worried about yourself and how you look 
once you're on the date. So my first rule is confidence is everything. And I think men and women are really attracted to confident people. So that's always my best advice is to show up in a way that you feel amazing in how you look before you leave the house. Of course, it's great to have, you know, a friend or family member weigh in and say, oh my gosh, you always look amazing when you wear XYZ and kind of give you some advice, but you need to feel your best first and foremost. Um, So that's my number one piece of advice. And then if you're getting into specifics for women, typically, you know, the person that you're dating is going to want to get a hint of your figure because as we mentioned, you know, you, you're going on a first impression and people kind of want to know how you look and show up. So, um, I think there's a fine line between wearing something that really shows off your curves and your body and not going so far to look desperate. So again, you know, make sure that you're showing your figure and really feeling confident in that with, without going too far to, um, feel uncomfortable or like you're putting yourself out there too much. Um, And then color wise, because you know, that's my thing for first dates. I I typically recommend that you wear, if you like pink again, um, your blush color, because uh, statistically when you wear pink, um, both men and women find that color to be really attractive um, on the opposite sex. So if you wear your blush color for your first date, it'll help you look approachable, romantic, extra feminine. Um, So that's really a great option for a first date. And keep in mind, your blush color is different for everyone. So um, for you, it might be, you know, more of a corally peach color. Um, For someone, it it might be more of like a soft rosy pink. So again, just kind of look at what your skin tone naturally does after you go for a run or come out of a hot shower, that natural um, pink or Uh, colored pigmentation that you get to your skin, you can pull from that into your blush color when you wear that on a first date. Um, For men, I usually recommend that they wear blue on a first date if they like that color, because again, you want to be able to um, make your date feel really comfortable and like she can trust you. Um, So... That's, that's what I would recommend. And then, of course, if you're going out like in the evening or for dinner or drinks and you want to look a little bit more dramatic, your best red is another great color too. Because again, that it looks feminine, but it's a little bit more powerful and persuasive. So I believe it also depends on the, the occasion, right? Like what time is it? Of course. What, what, is it a day date or is it a night date, right? And you really have to select your outfit accordingly. So... You talk about men, yeah. I'm sure. Do you work with men as well? Because I'm, I, I do have men listeners. Um, I'm, I'm sure they'll be like, so what is it about me? You know, can you give some advice so that I can? So what would be your advice for men, just in case they are listening and wondering? <laughs> yeah, I don't like to leave men out of the conversation. <laughs> um, I have worked with male clients. I've done color palettes for men as well. Um, I typically work with women, and that's who I usually attract and who I love to. I love serving ambitious women who have online businesses. That's kind of my, where my heart goes, but I do have a soft spot for the men. And, um, I would say the same thing for the men just to feel confident. Women love confidence. Men love confidence. Just having that magnetic personality that you trust yourself and you show up, um, fully present to the other person, I think is really important on a first date to not be, um, in your head worried about how you look. That's really the key is to be engaged in the conversation and able to focus your attention on the other person. So showing up in whatever makes you feel your best. Um, and like I said, 
Blue is a great color. Even for women too, if you're not someone that usually likes to wear like a pink color, blue is great. Again, just to kind of establish that trust, um, to look reliable. I think those are great qualities to have, you know, on a first date as well. Or your eye color to help maintain that good communication and eye contact like we talked about. Yeah. And I want to go back to color for a while because now we are talking about that. I, you know, I, I was... Um, I remember I was reading an article or something like that. It says you shouldn't be wearing more than three colors, you know, total outfit. Is it something that we need to look out for? Like we shouldn't wear too many colors? Well, again, I think I like to stay away from blanket advice like that just because it depends on your style. So if you have a more creative or dramatic style, I think you can get away with a lot more color and a lot more variety. Um, If you are someone who likes to show up looking really classic or elegant, um, then a lot of colors might give a different impression than that. So um, usually people that have a more elegant style look great in monochromatic outfits. So, you know, having an outfit that's kind of all one color or different shades of a a certain color. Um, And actually when you take my style quiz um, or you can get there as well, if you just head to Pinterest um, and search in my name, it's Her Style LLC. You can see I have different mood boards for each style type. And that's a really a good representation um, of what kind of colors and looks are great for each style personality. And the key is to really find the blend that is uniquely you. Um, but you'll see a lot of the dramatics have like bold, multicolored outfits because you do, you want to show up and make a statement. And what better way to do that than with a, a lot of color? Yeah, exactly. And huge, like big, bold, you know, accessories. That's what I've been seeing right. a lot. And thank you so much. This has been such a wonderful and, you know, uh, amazing and lovely conversation. But before we move on to the next uh, session, is there something that you want to share or, and perhaps I didn't let you or didn't ask you? Oh, um, I feel like we covered so many different things. And, um, I think again, I'll just reiterate that, you know, style is something that you should have fun with and not be afraid to try new things. And also, you know, make sure that you're taking advice that applies for you and that resonates for you. So I usually recommend avoiding, you know, generic checklists and must have things and, and really think about what works for your everyday life and the goals that you have and the message that you want to bring forward through your personal style. So everything really should be personalized. And I think that's why it's called personal style. So it should be all about you and what works best for you. I love that. Thank you so much. Now, okay, one last question. Do you think, do you believe that we can actually make any fashion mistake, like so-called fashion mistake? Do you believe they are actually mistakes in terms of personal or trying out different styles? Well, I think that there's certain looks that are going to be more flattering on each person than other looks. So I'm sure you, I think we've all worn things that it's when you look back, it's like, what was I thinking? Or why did I wear that? And part of it might be the times, right? And what's trending and what people are wearing. And maybe you might have some regret on that later in life. Um, But I think, you know, it, it is important to consider what flatters your figure and your personal coloring. So I wouldn't say mistakes, um, but there's always like your best options. And that's what I like to recommend to my clients. Like these are your best colors. Feel free to to play outside of those boundaries a bit and have fun with it. But these are your best options. And the same with your, your style and um, your proportions and silhouettes. As I mentioned, really taking a few minutes to 
to dig into that a little bit and do some homework on what's going to look best on you. And that'll help you avoid some things that you might regret later. Yes, exactly. So mm-hmm. if you're listening, the first, the first place to go is to take the quiz, you know, that she has <laughs> on her website. It's your first, your homework for today. So after this episode, <laughs> go to her website and take the quiz. I'm going to do it as well. Okay. Um, so now we are going to end with our final five rapid fire questions. So these are the five questions that I ask all my guests at the end of the show. Okay, you look surprised. But it's no, gonna be- I'm ready for it. <laughs> and I have a personalized question for you today. So it's slightly different from what I ask, uh, from those that I ask or other guests, you know, usually. So every question has to be answered in one word or one sentence maximum. All right? Okay, I'm ready. Okay, great. So the first question for you is what is the best fashion or style advice that you have ever received? Mm. Uh, be true to yourself. Love that. Thank you. Second question. Okay, then what is the worst fashion or style advice that you have ever received? <laughs> um, oh, man. I don't, I don't know that I've really received a lot of bad fashion advice. I've been, I know I'm breaking the rule. I've worked with a lot of really wonderful image consultants and mentors. So I haven't gotten a lot of bad advice. I can't really think of anything. Um, Maybe for your moms when you were growing up or something. Oh, (laughs) my my mom didn't let me dye my hair like crazy colors when I was little and I would have loved to like experiment a little bit more. So maybe just having some restrictions of like, you can't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Even now, you know, when I dye my hair, my mom would be like, why are you dyeing your hair again? (laughs) The next question, um, if you could live your life all over again, what would you do differently? I, this is going to sound cliche, but I don't know that I would change anything. I think everything happens for a reason. And I think everything that I have done has led me here. And I'm so grateful for where I am and all the lessons I've learned. I don't think I would change anything. Yeah, I love that. Thank you so much. Now, the Mm -hmm. next question, what is something you're trying to learn or curious about right now? I'm always trying to go deeper into my craft and the work that I do. So um, I'm in the process of further developing my personal color palette system to really build that out and be able to train other people to do it. So that's a big project that I'm working on right now is um, just refining that, learning more about it and um, developing it out so that I can help other people do the same kind of work. Great. And the last question is, what brings you joy? Ah. <gasps> uh, my family brings me so much joy. I, my husband and my three-year-old son, just getting to spend time together with them is everything. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I saw, it, I saw that on your website, your, your son. He's so cute. And oh, so thank you. Them, do you. Do you dress your son or do you dress your husband? <laughs> They're both very opinionated about what they wear, and I feel like they have a missed opportunity to have a personal stylist at their disposal, but they both they dress themselves and they like what they like. And my son is in a phase right now where he tells me what he wants to wear and it's not worth it for me to have a fight with him. So (laughs) maybe when he gets bigger, he'll take more of my advice, but I've actually never even done a personal color palette for my husband. Can you believe that? Why not? I mean, oh my God, he's really missing it out. 
Yeah, I know. I know. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much for taking your time out today. I'm sure a lot of people want to get to know you more, want to work with you. So where can where can people find you? Yeah. Um, so my website is herstylellc.com. Um, if you go there, you'll see an option to take the quiz. Um, my email uh, VIPs get like the best treatment for me. I send an email every single week. And right now we're going through the foundations of style. So I'm teaching how to know, like uncover your best colors and your silhouettes and proportions. So you definitely want to sign up for those emails. Um, you'll get so much more information and content that you can apply to your own wardrobe. And then I'm also on Instagram a lot at Heather Riggs style. So I'd love to chat with you there. And if you have questions, you're welcome to DM me too. We can continue the conversation one-on-one. Yes, perfect. All right, guys and girls, I hope you love this episode. I'm enjoying so much of this conversation. Go follow Heather, connect with her and check out all the amazing things that she's doing. And if you're not following me, follow me on Instagram at joyan.chan and also tell me and Heather, you know, what is your what is your biggest takeaway from this episode? And we would love to hear from you. And if you haven't subscribed yet, hit the subscribe button so you never miss another episode. And I will always leave you the same way as I leave you with every other episode. Show up. The world needs you and you need you. Thanks for listening and I wish you all a joyful and amazing day ahead. Hey guys, I hope you love this episode. If you love this episode, take a screenshot of this and share it on your IG stories and tell me what is your biggest takeaway. Remember to tag me at findjoyvjoyan underscore podcast so that we can connect with you. And if you would like to support me personally and support my mission, then please help us rate and review the podcast at Apple Podcast. I read all of them. And until next time, my friend, show up. The world needs you and you need you. You need the best version of yourself every single day. So always strive to be the best you can be in this present moment. Again, thanks for listening and I will soon be back with another guest in the next episode.